1: Welcome to the Pussy Galore Show everyone, I'm your host Margot, I'm here every Sunday at three, we get together and celebrate the wonderful world of cats. It's lovely to have you with us today, so... Park yourself and your puss up somewhere comfy and join me for the next half an hour as we delve into the wonderful world of our furry feline friends. On this week's show we talk about a feline movie star who although starring one of the most classic movies of all time remains relatively unknown. Also look at and listen to purring and discuss the effects it has on both your puss and their human We also have the normal Pussy Galore segments, including cats in the news, pause for thought, and I'll be telling one of my terrible dad cat jokes. But first up, ever come across a cat wearing a brightly coloured collar, resembling something not dissimilar to what a clown would wear, and wondered what the story was? Well, just to clarify, it's not a cat attempting to make some sort of fashion statement. In fact, it's quite the opposite. In fact, the brighter, the more zany and stand out the pattern and colour, the better it is for our bird life. Meet Nancy Brennan, the creator of Birds Be Safe Cat Collar. Now this came about after a puss George had become a terror in the outdoors, sometimes catching a bird every day. Nancy thought, what can I do? She agonised and tried every so-called solution she could find, short of George becoming an indoor puss. And as we know, George isn't the only cat with a penchant for killing. It's estimated that free-ranging domestic cats kill between 1.3 to 4 billion birds and 3.6 to 22.3 billion mammals worldwide annually. So just to be clear, unowned cats, as in feral cats, as opposed to owned cats, cause the majority of these Uh, So, Nancy ended up creating the Birds Be Safe Collar as a way to allow George to remain an outdoor cat, but at the same time reduce his ability to catch birds. The colourful collars with reflective trim make the cat more visible to its prey, giving birds a better opportunity to spot the puss and escape danger. What is this thing? So it's it's simple really, it's just a loop of fabric that fits around the normal collar, which also keeps the cat safe if the collar gets snagged on something. Uh, the collars have an extra benefit as well because of the reflective trim. It makes them more visible to cars at night. Anecdotally, the collar worked, with George only killing a reported two or three birds over the next 18 months. But there's the big question. Does the collar work for all cats? Two independent studies have taken a closer look at the birds-be-safe collar and have given it the paws up. While it certainly helps to reduce the number of birds, a cat kills, it doesn't eliminate the cat's ability to catch birds in general. It has no clear impact on the cat's ability to catch rodents either. In a university study, the small mammal data wasn't as clear, and in an Australian study, captures of mammals were not reduced significantly. So, though a bird-safe collar on an outdoor pet cat may help birds to the extent of the cat killing them less, it doesn't represent the perfect solution to a problem of free-ranging cats feasting on our wild fauna, especially since feral cats have a much greater impact on wildlife than pet cats. It's a debate, I'm afraid, that will continue to rage on between wildlife advocates and cat owners for some years to come. Still, for those cat owners whose furry feline family members like to bring home birds, the Birds Be Safe Collar is proven to be something worth trying. I've put a link to the Kids Spot website which has a great short video on how to make one of them for your puss. Great activity for you and the kids to do. Early one morning, a taxi pulls up in front of the Tiffany & Co store and from it emerges elegantly dressed Holly lightly, carrying a paper bag with her breakfast. After looking into the store's window display, she strolls to her apartment and has to fend off her date from the night before. Holly realises she cannot find her keys, so she buzzes her landlord to let her in. Once inside, Cat jumps into her arms and Holly gives her puss a loving pat. Meet Cat aka Orangey Minerva, also known throughout his acting career as Jimmy, Jeremy and Rhubarb. Orangey, also known as Orangey Minerva, was a male marmalade tabby cat who was an animal actor owned and trained by the cinematic animal handler Frank Inn. Orangey had a prolific career in film and television in the 1950s and early 1960s and was the only puss to win two Patsy Awards. For anyone who doesn't know what a Patsy Award is, it's the Picture Animal Top Star of the Year. It's basically an animal actor's version of an Oscar. He won that for the first uh, title role in Rhubarb in 1951 a story about a cat who inherits a fortune, and the second for his portrayal of cat in Breakfast at Tiffany's, which I just talked about before, which was in 1961. For his film Orangey, he won the 1962 Patsy Award for his portrayal of the poor slob without a name. He's also been credited as uh, the cat Mushki in the film adaptation of The Diary of Anne Frank, uh, in that film, he nearly reveals the Jew's hiding place and later becomes the only escapee. Uh, the cat was credited as the family pet Butch in the film The Incredible Shrinking Man from 1957, in which he is mistakenly assumed to have eaten the title character. According to Sam Wisson, the author of Breakfast at Tiffany's, Orangey was a real New York type of cat, which was just what they wanted and in no time he was going to turn him into a method or a Lee Strasberg type of actor. There was another side to Orangey, though, that his adoring public was never aware of. He was also known as the world's meanest cat, because he often scratched and bit the actors he was working with, leading many to believe he had a bit of a catnip addiction problem. But he was also prized for his ability to stay still for several hours. Sometimes, however, he would flee after filming some scenes and production would be shut down until he could be found. His trainer would sometimes even post guards at the studio entrance to keep him from running away. There was another side, though, uh, to Orangey that his adoring public were never aware of. Orangey was also known as the world's meanest cat because he often scratched and bit the actors he was working with, leading many to believe he had a bit of a catnip addiction problem. But he was also prized for his ability to stay still for several hours. Sometimes, however, he would flee after filming some scenes and production would be shut down until he could be found. His trainer would also post guard dogs at the studio entrance to keep him from running away. The last known appearance came in two consecutive episodes in the 1967 TV series Batman, in which Orangey played an uncredited role alongside Eartha Kitt, who was playing Catwoman. There's also been a documentary made about Orangey, called The Hardest Working Cat in Showbiz, uh, which explores his history, mythology talks about his owner as well and the relationship that they had the date or cause of orangey's death is unknown most probably an old age related illness after all he was 16 years old at the time of death and he's buried at the forest lawn memorial park hollywood hills cemetery in california Orangey's big scene uh, in Breakfast at Tiffany's was when Paul is waiting for Holly in a cab to bring her cat as she plans to go to Brazil. She asks the cab to pull over and pushes Cat out into the pouring rain. Just after they get underway again, Paul storms out of the cab, tossing the engraved ring into her lap and telling her to examine her life. She goes through a decision-making moment, puts on the ring and runs after Paul, who's gone looking for Cat. Finally, Holly finds Cat sheltering in an alley. And, with it tucked into her coat, she and Paul embrace and have a smooch. The end. Fun fact. Marilyn Monroe was the first choice to play Holly Golightly. Okay, Smokey. First song of the show, Three Cool Cats. It's a 1958 song written by Jerry Lieber and Mike Stoller. It was originally recorded by the Coasters and released on as the B-side of their hit single Charlie Brown. It was one of 15 songs also recorded by the Beatles. I listened to that and sort of tossed up between the original by the Coasters and the Beatles and have decided to go for the Coasters. Enjoy.
0: Yeah. Check for me
1: sensitive stoves and cats can be a dangerous combo. Cats stepping on touch sensitive stoves have caused a rising number of house fires in South Korea in the past three years. Fire authorities in Seoul are asking pet owners to take precautionary measures. Cats caused a total of 107 house fires between January 2019 and November of last year. Four people were injured in the fires and more than half of which had started when the owners were not at home. Cats can turn on electric stoves by jumping on the touch-sensitive buttons, and once overheated, the appliance catches fire and the house goes up, as opposed to induction hobs that only heat up when a certain type of pan is on top. Some stoves have electric coils underneath the glass that heat up regardless of what is on top, and that could be a puss. Cat-related fires are continuing to occur on a regular basis, says an official from the fire department in South Korea. We advise households with pets to pay extra attention as fire could spread widely when no one is at home. Oh, that would be awful. In local cat news, Frank the cat wandered a little too far from home, but this cop cat had a smart plan. Walking into the Hastings police station for a helping hand. That's one smart puss right there. The adventurous cat left his home in Parkvale on Wednesday and set out on what ended as a 2k journey to the Eastern District Police Headquarters on Eastbourne Street West on Thursday afternoon. When Frank didn't return home for the night, his owner, four-year-old Theo Whiting, feared someone had picked him up or that he had deserted them in retribution for a recent trip away. Theo's mum, Holly Hales Whiting, said they reported him missing on social media. Around the same time, Frank tiptoed into the door of the police station. An officer at the Hastings Police Station said six-year-old Frank, made himself right at home and appeared to believe he owned the place. As a result, they let him spend a cosy night in the custody suite before a constable discovered that he had earlier been reported missing by the humans. The relieved family and their beloved cat were quickly reunited. Frank sauntered out of of the office at the police station and walked up to his family but did not want to go into the cage. As much as we loved his visit, we hope he sticks a bit closer to home in the future, Eastern District Police wrote on Facebook. Cat-inspired track Leave My Kitten Alone, a 1959 R&B hit written by Little Willie John, Titus Turner and James McDougall, first recorded by Little Willie John. reached number 13 on the Billboard R&B and number 60 on the pop chart on its first release in 1959. Beatles also did a version of it uh, which was released in 1994 on their anthology number 1 although it was originally recorded on August the 14th 1964
0: I love your ball.
1: thought. God made the cat so that man might have the pleasure of caressing the tiger. This one is attributed to Ferdinand Mary, uh, who lived from 1897 to 1984. A French veterinary physician and author, he wrote a number of books, including The Life, History and Magic of the Cat. Yep, it's time for my dad cat joke here we go wish me luck what what do you get if you cross a cat with a parrot it's very simple really a carrot Hmm. i don't think that i'm getting any better at telling these jokes somehow i'll keep trying It's well known nowadays that companion animals can have positive mental and physical health benefits for humans that are lucky enough to share our lives with them. We know that dogs can work as service animals for some medical conditions. Being active with your pets can encourage a healthy lifestyle and having the love and companionship of a household pet can provide relief of stress and anxiety. When it comes to cats though, there have been some scientific studies into the health benefits of not only owning a cat, but the benefits their purr can offer the human companions. So the question is, does a cat's purr offer healing powers? Let's look at what science has discovered. When a cat purrs, it releases endorphins within its brain. These endorphins are hormones that cause feelings of happiness, sociability, affection, excitement, and much more. Gosh, maybe we should be purring as humans and ultimately we would end up a lot happier. Studies show that not only does the cat's purr release endorphins within themselves but also in humans. This can decrease stress levels, assist with coping through illness, and even lower blood pressure. Hmm, so exactly what causes this? It's the sound. Throughout history healers have used sound in their work with the belief that certain frequencies can have healing effects on both mental and physical health. If you've never heard of vibration therapy, it's a form of therapy that uses whole body vibration to enhance physical health and overall well-being. This therapy is heavily researched and has been utilised for many years by healthcare providers, professional athletes and personal trainers for a variety of health benefits. It's believed the frequency of the cat's purr works not unlike the purpose of the vibrational therapies. Very cool. And you get a bunch of vibrational therapy for free if you've got a puss. That's great. Last song of the show. Big favourite of mine when I was at university uh, Rat in My Kitchen. Song and single written and performed by British group UB40. Features Herb Albert on the trumpet and was the sixth track on the album Rat in the Kitchen. Released in 1986, it reached number 12 on the UK charts and stayed there. For seven weeks. How did it come about? One of the band members moved into a new house and it was full of vermin and he came in to the recording studio one day and he said, oh god I don't care about the album for a minute I've got a rat in the kitchen and that's where it started. Now if the band member had got a puss he wouldn't have had the rat problem, just saying.
0: My boss, we're watching now. Rewind this rhythm, track to the start. Because I right about now, we have a rebel version. Same with a different style and pattern, better known as the herbal version. Go ahead.
1: much brings us to the end of this week's show it's been an absolute pleasure as always the pussy galore show airs every sunday on fresh fm at 3 p.m we also have the pussy galore facebook page where everything i talk about um, the songs the videos photos uh, and links to the news are all on the web page i love you to follow us have a great weekend have a great week and make sure you pat your puss and maybe even take some time to do a little grooming of you Very Feline, and stay safe. We'll see you next week.
0: The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show. First broadcast on Fresh FM the Top of the South's Community Access Media Station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other Community Access Media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz.